Stories connect us as humans. A well-told story can motivate and inspire us. Storytelling is the ultimate superpower. Be The Drop is a weekly podcast that investigates how to tell stories that engage. Join me, Amelia Veal, on our shared journey to become better storytellers. In episode 284, I'm joined by visibility coach and personal brand mentor, Kristen Werner. Kristen is a big thinker, problem solver and strategic planner who looks for ways to simplify the complicated. We discuss her passion for helping women to own their superpower, to be magnetic in sharing their own passions and how she's creating a range of tools to help you be confident in sharing your story. This is Kristen's magnetic version of Be The Drop. Are you starting a podcast? Narrative Marketing delivers a full range of podcast production and training options. Visit narrativemarketing.com.au or hit the link in the show notes for more details. Kristen, I am so excited to welcome you back to the mic. I think you are uh, Be The Drop's most recorded guest, Uh, but you're an ever-evolving, changing, you're keeping up to date with the latest and greatest, so I'd love to bring you back and share what you're up to. So welcome and thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. I am extremely excited to be here and yes, it did make me giggle when I figured we were back here again and talking about the same same but a little bit different so I love that I'm excited it's the evolution and I know right the evolving (laughs) and and I mean this is fun because you're in your cupboard I love the setup I know I really am I feel a bit weird it feels a bit dim and I've I've invited Amelia into my closet how does that feel it it feels real (laughs) great as I said I feel like maybe we've been here before but this is the new version so welcome to all of you to my closet (laughs) (laughs) the secrets are going to be spilled (laughs) to get us started though um we I want to hear a pivotal moment for you, the aha that's driven you to to this evolution because you've flipped it, you know, and you, you said same, same. I don't know. It seems a lot of the different and it's fun and it's exciting and engaging and you look so busy, man. What's going on? Tell us what is the aha and this light bulb moment that's got you to this new version of what you're doing? I think there's so many and I don't know whether to go back or to the aha moment and then go back. So I suppose <laughs> back or the back. aha moment literally was like, um, we are recording this in oh, February now. Are we February? No, we're end of January, right? 2022. And so the aha moment happened literally the end of December in 2021. And I gave myself last year and I've never done it before, but I gave myself a word of the year which was um, to trust. Last year's word for 2021 was to focus. And I did a lot of things last year that I backed myself for the first time. And for so, for so often I had just jumped in and given a shot and last year I decided to focus on what I wanted. And so I did some courses and I backed myself and I showed up and I just tried to drive what I thought was what I wanted to do. And then in late 2021, I was, I was in a mastermind and I was being coached by some incredible, by one incredible woman and some other incredible women. And I just had this moment where I was like, hang on a minute, I think I know where I need to be. And it was this full circle moment for me because it's, it's things that I've done in my past. It's moments that I've done in my past. And I know what I love about you and your podcast is it's the stories and the stories is what connects us. And it's our life lessons. And it's all of that, that kind of brought me back here to 
this realization that at the end of the day, I want to be here to empower women with their own self-confidence and feeling comfortable to show up on camera and to tell their story and understand the power of your personal brand with your business brand and how, when you can find the magic thread that weaves that whole story, how incredible it is, it, it makes it easier to show up. And like, that's what I hear is the amount of women, like I, I literally put a post out on a Facebook um, page around confidence and what holds you back from showing up and the biggest like 85 percent of the women and there was about I think nearly 60 or 70 women that that replied on my poll all said that they don't do it because they don't feel confident and I was like what wait why and so for me like I want to know why because I don't understand why we can't feel confident about what we love and to show up for that and so that was my turning point at the end and I I come from what was really cool is the things I've learned got me here. Like I think they were stepping stones for how I wanted to show up. And I had all these little moments that kind of showed me that my path was changing and I, I kind of ignored them. And then I just met this group of women that maybe allowed me to look into my more not spiritual side. That's not it at all. Like this woo woo kind of like trust your gut instinct. And that's what I'm so good at is trusting my gut. And I've had life lessons from that. And I think, there was just a moment where I felt really safe to be like, hang on a minute, that's not my path. This is where I feel comfortable. And ever since that moment, I have just, I feel really comfortable with being me. And I feel like, hang on, I think I've got this. And I, and I feel really comfortable with where that's going. So I hope that answers the question yes. because I, I don't know whether to tell you the background story no, or whether we'll no, go there we in a minute. We'll go, we'll go there, <laughs> but oh my gosh. And it, it, like, uh, definitely your confidence and your passion and excitement is coming through and, and your passion is something that has always attracted me. I love spending time and working on projects with you because you're passionate and enthusiastic and you throw yourself in. And what I think is so great about this turning point and the culmination, like for me it really does seem like you've brought all these elements together and, and that's sort of, you know, you're saying it's all these stepping stones and it's like on fire it's all come together and just exploded in this great confidence and communication and you know your desire to empower women you know that's been something you've carried with you for a long time in different iterations mm. of different projects you've been involved in um yeah. and helping and lifting people up so you know i think like I've loved seeing that. I've loved the journey and I'm loving the explosion of, you know, the magnetic brand builder, which is a cool name and we should talk about yeah. that more. Um, but how you're really helping helping women to be magnetic and to be confident. So, yeah. I, you know, I think I'm really interested in in undoing some of those threads. But so yes. maybe to do that, um, I I was thinking about this in like – I love the superpower um, mm -hmm. and, you know, the storytelling is the superpower that I love the most. But so for you, how are you bringing your superpower into this current culmination um, and what is it? Like how do you think that fits and how are you sharing that superpower for the benefit of others? Um, it's funny because I think the superpower itself, there's a few different ideas I've got, but one of them is around just unpacking why I do things. And this is something that I do with all my clients. And when I work with people, I want to know why, like, why do you do it? And I don't just stop it. You know, why do you do it? Oh, because I really enjoy it. Or, oh, because it's going to make me a biz, like a lifetime. And, oh, because I want to know why, like, 
don't stop. And I remember listening to a podcast and reading a few blogs and there was something that went into um, just keep asking why and asking why, like, I think it's called the seven whys or something. And I did that. And it's funny because I'm not really a writer. And part of my story is my dyslexia and how that's kind of been kind of, for me, this, I know it's this, the reason that I just bang my head against a wall and, and have done my whole life in terms of people putting obstacles and me thinking, okay, well, like, you know, that was a struggle. So how am I going to do it differently and things like that. And so for me, I was just kind of working through this, this why process. And it was about, you know, write down your why. And I started writing it down. I was like, well, this is not going to work because my brain works a billion times faster than my hands ever will if I'm writing or typing. And so I got out a voice recorder and I thought, okay, I'm just going to sit here. And I sat in silence and I was like, just ask myself why, like, why are you here? Why are you wanting to do this? Why is this important? And every time I got an answer, I just asked myself, why? Like, why? And I kept going deeper and deeper. And I got like, I don't know, like three or four whys in. I was like, well, this is dumb. Don't I feel like a bit of a wally? But I just kept going and going. Every time I got an answer, I was just like, okay, well, why? Okay, well, why? And then there was just a moment where all of a sudden I found myself recording what I was saying and I would just burst into tears. And it just hit me like this wave of emotions that I was like that's why I do what I do and it (laughs) and it was like this stupid like stupid moment where I was like that makes so much sense like and I've all the pieces fell together and for me that why was all about the fact of the dyslexia that I have had my entire life whether you know it's it's put barricades up but at the same time I've bashed them down and it's the determination it's the strength of like you can't tell me I can't do something because I will and so for me, asking those whys was this moment of like, I have this desire to simplify things. Like for me, having dyslexia and going through all of that process, I found that everything was so complicated. Like why does it have to be so complicated? And so for me, and certainly when I discovered this, I was working on a different project, which we can keep unpicking. But for me, that was around like, I need to simplify this process because it's too hard and it doesn't have to be. And then now working into what I'm doing, I'm finding it again and again is that so often I think as society and so often as women and so often as mothers, like we overcomplicate stuff that does not have to be complicated. And so for me, there's this real passion around simplifying those things and 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 I'm driven by wanting to simplify it. And I, I think that's my superpower is by simplifying it, I'm able to communicate it clearly and I'm able to communicate it in a way that it doesn't dumb it down. That that's not the right wording, but I kind of um, simplify it enough to make it easy to people that are like, what, what are they talking about? You know, when it comes to social media, when it comes to email marketing, when it comes to doing things online, like my attitude is like, just give it a try and see what happens. And if you fall down, you get up. And if it doesn't work, you try again. And so for me, that's, that's simplifying. That's, that's, I think what my super fat power is. And, and I would not have said that without doing that process mm. um, because I, I don't know if it sounds like a superpower and you know me probably quite well and, and it would be interesting to see what you think. But for me, I just think don't make it so hard because it doesn't have to be. And if you stuff it up, try again. And if that fails, try again. So for me, um, that's what I think my superpower is, yeah. which is 
It's just cool. Yeah, it is. And so really, and the superpower bit is because you're so passionate about sharing it with others. You want yeah. other people to have yeah. this realisation and capacity and capability. You want them to go, oh, I can do this. You want to build their confidence in it. You want yeah. them to feel like it's achievable and doable. And that exactly. I think that's that real element of superpower for you because you genuinely and in any of your content, your genuine um, desire to help others comes through. Like, um, Yeah, it's kind of this like weird passion for the underdog. Like <laughs> I want to cheer on that person that's sitting there going, I want to do that, but I can't. Well, yeah, you can take one small step and I'm going to show you how, but we'll just do this. And if you do that and you do it well, amazing. Let's do the next step. And for me, uh, that excites me that somebody might be sitting there and going, I can't do that. And then either working with me or reading my content or whatever, they go, oh, I could do that. Wow. Let's give it a shot. Like I, that's really cool to me. That, that excites me. No yeah. end. And so you've really like exploded into reels. You've jumped onto yeah. Instagram and, you know, yeah. obviously reels are becoming really um, an important part of communication on Instagram and, you know, getting a lot of engagement and, and communication, but you know, there's time in it and it's kind mm-hmm. of like, oh, isn't it hard? And you're really trying to break down that and simplify it again. Yeah. So, tell and I us, think, you know, tell us maybe those tips, like what did you think has been your best tip in mastering reels on Instagram? To be completely honest, like when I did this flip and turned into what I now call myself as a visibility coach. So I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to be a visibility coach, that's telling and helping people to feel comfortable and confident in their own space and become visible. Because in 2022, like video is queen and you got to wear the damn crown. And so for me, I was like, okay, well, there's all these women, there's these 85% of women that I've kind of polled that have said that they're not confident. I was like, all right, well, how are we going to do this? And so I had an Instagram account that um, was kind of a bit dormant because I moved spaces and I moved back and I was like, all right, well, if I'm going to do this, I need to prove to myself and anybody that I work with that it's possible. So I decided that I'm good on video. Like when it comes to writing content and typing it all out, I find myself second guessing, questioning, wondering, is that the right thing to say? Isn't it the right thing to say? When I hit record on a video, done. It can be seconds and it's done because I just, I know what I'm going to say. I feel confident and comfortable in that. And I was like, all right, well, I need to show up and do that. And the thing that I found that I would say my biggest tip with Reels is, is ignore the views. Like, I know it's really hard and I know people are going to be like, well, that's easy for you to say, but like my Reels do not get massive hits, but they get views. And this is the thing I could put a static post out and I guarantee, well, I don't guarantee, but I'm thinking your audience might go, okay. They put a static post out like, I don't know, they say 3% of people in your feed see that. So that might be 10 people, five people, 30 people, hundred people. That's cool. But you put out a reel and say like in a static post, I might get on a good day, 20 or 30 people to see it. I'm talking a good day or most days, maybe eight or nine, even if it's a really stellar post. And then you put out a reel, no matter how bad or good, it's going to start getting a hundred maybe 150, maybe 40, maybe 35. And what I want to do is convert people's thinking from, it doesn't have to be viral. It just has to be you sharing you for your business. I love it. Yeah. And the thing that I also love is that you're creating this content that's showing this, you know, you are literally simplifying it. You're going, this is how I Mm. make this. This is how I did it without a background. You know, these are the Mm. tips of what you want to do. So, you know, if people are wanting to do that, you know, they can, get the advice and get that engagement yeah. and you know you're you're living it you're 
walk in the walk and you know and I think the other thing that's really cool about reels that people forget which is another thing that I want to try and bring to people is just make it a long longer story like if you show up in stories you got 24 hours to be there so why not save those make sure you save them with captions like I always record and then do my captions and then save it and then I just put it to a reel and I post it to reels instead of stories and all of a sudden that might get 500 600 and it stays there so if it's good then try that. Like I want to transform that thinking of it needs to be viral. It needs to be dancing. It needs to be this. Just, it can be you talking, make sure you put captions to it because people can read it then and just put it in and upload it. So the other thing you were saying before we started recording, mm. which I was like, what? Hey, tell me more. Um, yeah. But I was like, oh, stop. Actually, don't tell me more. Just yeah, no, yet, don't do that. Because yeah. I do this. And then I'm like, oh, no, the <laughs> listeners will probably want to know too. Is Pinterest. Like, what? Yes. And I was like, I know. Hey. And you're I loving know. it. Tell me why. And you mentioned Tailwind. So give us the, the, give us the why you love it and then um, what we should know about, what we should do, tips, hacks. I think what I've tried to do again in simplifying is probably and communicating better is ensuring that I can find a way to find an audience that are on different platforms. And for me, I love Pinterest and look, Pinterest started for me um, in my other kind of business. And, and that was around the wedding business and building that. And I think it's, it's such a platform that I know I personally turn to if I need hair inspiration if I need um, the wedding stuff I know there's a lot of wedding clients and stuff like that and brides and grooms that look on there and they look for Pinterest and they create their boards and then I was like okay so I started this path um, and literally through listening to podcasts and things I got myself educated around Pinterest in terms of what I found that's magic is it's not a social media platform it is like Google you've got to think of it as Google so when it comes to Pinterest, people aren't going on there to build communities. They are going on there to find what they want. And so for me, I thought, uh, okay, so I've got at this time brides coming on here that want to find, I was creating planning projects for them to help plan their weddings and um, to help them kind of, again, simplify that process. And so for me at that stage, I was like, okay, so I need to build a community. I need to share my content. And the, the key is, is you need to share regular content. So if you have a blog or you have um, a podcast, it's, I think, paramount because at the end of the day, Pinterest is going to circle back to your website. And I ended up joining in with Tailwind because Tailwind um, have been amazing in terms of you can set up a lot of posts and there's a lot there's a lot with Pinterest, but it's also not that much when you get used to it. So for Pinterest you need to post, you know, they say five times a day, three to five times a day. Now that sounds like a lot, but this is where I'm freaked out. Like I'm not I know, ah. I know. And that's what I don't want to do because like I'm a, <laughs> I'm a mum of two young kids. I'm trying to build a business. Like, but what I will tell you is my Pinterest runs without me even knowing it. And it might take a few hours of me to set that up using Tailwind. So Tailwind is like any social media kind of program and it has got now I think it's got Instagram I don't want to say Facebook or anything else because I'm not 100% sure but do look into it but it certainly has Instagram so I can post to Instagram from there as well so it's a it's a, a scheduling app in itself but for Pinterest especially what it does is if you have got something like Canva or even within Tailwind you can create your designs basically all Pinterest wants to know is you can have the same piece of content let's take this for example you decide, are oh, you want to put this onto Pinterest? 
what we could do is you could then go into having 10 different images for this one podcast. And it might be a simple tile that's got a quote on it from the podcast. It might be something about reels. And then it's got um, some information about how to make good reels. Like it, it just needs to be 10 different images, for example, of this same podcast. You can then schedule them in Tailwind over the next between one to 90 days, I think it goes. And you populate that image in each image when you get in there, just like any other social media platform, is you put the boards that you want to pin it to, and then you write the title that you want, and then you write the little context. Now, the, the most important thing with Tailwind, with Pinterest, sorry, is around the keywords, like your Google, like your Googles, I was about to say, but like Google and things like that, it wants keywords because it is a search engine. So for this podcast, you might do um, tips on Instagram reels, uh, Instagram marketing, content marketing, like things like that, all like Pinterest wants to know all of that stuff. So at the end of the day, it gets to the bottom of your little post and you put the link to this podcast on your website so that anybody that comes across it that's typed in. Um, business strategy, marketing strategy, marketing content, Instagram, you could pop up in their Instagram, in their Pinterest feed, and they might click on it and it's going to send them back to your website. And the key is that at the end of the day, Pinterest wants to go back to your website. They want to feed you viewers and they want to feed you the people that are looking for you. And this is what I found is gold because I was, I was saying to Amelia before is I literally started with nobody and I now have 11,000 impressions, which you don't need followers on Pinterest. You want impressions. So you want people to be able to view you, click on you, see you. And at the end of every single post, the most important thing is it links back to your website, links back to your content and it stays there forever. Like a podcast, it stays there forever. Um, you know, from what I've heard and from what I've seen, there are people that are getting still kind of people coming to them and clients coming to them from posts that they might've done three, four or five years ago because it's, it's evergreen content and it stays there. And I think it's a really magical space that's kind of untapped and they've just launched, which I, I totally love being that I'm into video. They've just launched um, idea pins. So it's basically like Instagram stories where I usually do my Instagram stories. And if I save them to my camera, I then upload them into the Pinterest ideas. And that just means that if people come on and they click on my profile or there is like a little, um, what looks like stories in Instagram, it's at the top of the Pinterest and you click on it and you can't yet link to websites through looking for it. But what happens is at the end of you watching my reel or my video or whatever I've uploaded, it comes up and says where you can find me. So then you click on there, you go through it, then goes to my website. So there's really, I think it's a really untapped, untapped space that we're not using smartly, where really it's a space that I would say to people out there that have got a service-based business certainly products you can you know that's a whole different space but for service-based I would say do some research look around at there are podcasts about it and and give it a shot because you kind of can't lose on pictures that's what I like is nobody's there judging you you can just kind of like and that's why I find it easier because I do just create this content and just go oh well we'll see what happens and every so I look, I look at it and I'm like oh that's cool 
So it's, yeah. it's a cool platform. I hope that made oh, sense. <laughs> yeah, look, there's some, a bunch of tips in there. Uh, so I want to quickly, before we wrap up though, um, touch on Magnetic Brand Builder. Uh, at Narrative Marketing, we're very excited about your latest project. So you're soon to launch a podcast. I Can know. you give us like a teaser? Ooh. Uh, look, for me, the Magnetic Brand Builder is around just finding out from people what makes them magnetic and how to build a personal brand that intertwines with your business and to create a space where it empowers and again, women to, to be who they want to be and in a space that they can understand how to put the pieces of the puzzle together. So it's, it's, I'm really excited about interviewing some people about how they got where they got, the path that they took, the turns they took and what makes them feel comfortable and confident in who they are. And to share that with, anybody that might just have a day that's like, I'm just not feeling it and, and create a brand that is magnetic. Like what makes you magnetic and what makes you somebody to be drawn to? And I really want to help business owners understand that you are the face of your business and you do what you do for a reason, but you need to share and, or at least understand that reason to be magnetic. Mm, mm. I like it. Mm. I am excited. We're looking forward to launching that with you. Yes. Uh, so that ties in so nicely to our Be The Drop tip, which is to communicate in a way that motivates and inspires. But I think for you, what is your top tip then to be magnetic in your communication? I would say just really delving down into who you are and being really comfortable and confident in that person. And I think the biggest thing I would say is this is not about being completely vulnerable. Like you don't need to share your life on social media, but it's about understanding what you can share to help somebody else and, and knowing that your story can empower somebody else in, in a moment in their life without you even knowing. And I think that's, that is what is magnetic. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. This is a Narrative Network podcast.